Had my life. You did it. Hey. Welcome back. Yay. Hi. What's Yo. up? Hello. How's everyone doing? Doing alright. Yeah? Yeah, doing fine. What's new with you, John? Uh, not all that much. We've got Coliseum coming up in two weeks, so I'm getting ready for that. Getting stuff moved around. I don't even know if it's even camera anymore. There was a table here that was working on Lego stuff for stream recently. Nice. So like all my all my free time right now is either prepping for that or prepping uh, videos. So cool. I think you said virtual again for some of the people. Yeah, most of the Americans are, have gotten at least one shot, if not having both, and it ain't that ain't gonna be an option up here for us. So. Yeah, I hear Canada's Someone looking pretty bad person. these days. Yeah. Could be worse. You could be in Ontario. I hear that place is just uh, Apparently Ontario is absolutely awful right now. It's terrible, yeah. Yeah. What's new with you, Paul? Nothing. No. Uh, I actually go and get my second shot tomorrow. Nice. Uh, which is pretty damn exciting. I am a, li- a little nervous. Just because I hear the second shot is where all the side effects really come into play. You're going to get knocked on your ass, yeah. I was fortunate enough, and the first one, um, no side effects besides the sore arm. So we'll see how the second one goes. I would say 9 out of 10 people I've talked to, they've gotten pretty heavy side effects. So I'm hoping I'm in that 10%. Yeah. But uh, I doubt it. So we'll see. Might be a weekend of just laying in bed. Yeah. And waiting. We'll see how it goes. I'll let everyone know next week. But yeah, it'll be nice to finally be uh, theoretically done. Like theoretically about to be fully vaccinated, which is pretty crazy. So, yeah. Uh, Paul, I thought the latest Falcon and Winter Soldier episode was pretty great. I don't care at all about that show. I've lost complete interest. So it's almost done. There's one episode left. Yeah. So. uh, one episode left. Uh, they definitely built up to man. The thing, a thing happened. The fight I've been waiting for happened, and then they are building up to the big thing now. Are you talking about the fight at the beginning of the episode? Yeah, it was yeah. pretty short, but it happened finally. <laughs> I was yeah, waiting that, for it. That was fun. Um, I just kind of liked everything mm-hmm. with Sam. Okay. Uh, I, yeah, I enjoyed that quite a bit. Uh, sure. I like the characters so. Uh, we'll see how it goes for sure. Um, some of the, some of the they characters, like I was, I was talking, to, I was talking about how like it was feeling kind of messy. They keep introducing and bringing in more characters. A bunch of those characters sure. left, so it was like, okay, it's, it's yeah. a little less messy now. <laughs> so I think that's why I was <laughs> I was more into it. That is true. And then they brought in another really weird character, so that's interesting to see what they're going to do with that person at some point, but. Yeah, are you talking about the cameo? Kind of like a third of the way in there? Uh, Yeah, I think. I mean, the cameo, yes. I, I, I'm, I assume we're talking about the same person. Yeah, that was just yeah. fun to see her in there. <laughs> um, That was cool. But uh, yeah, no, I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to wrapping it up. Um, Kind of in the same yeah. vein, we got a new trailer for the MODOK cartoon. Oh, I saw okay. that. That looks great. That trailer looked hilarious. Yeah, like I was literally thinking about that on like Tuesday and I tweeted out just like we are so lucky that this exists in the form 
that it is a Modoc claymation cartoon. And he's and he's voiced by Patton Oswald. Like, this is just a perfect storm. That, that's Patton Oswald. I thought that was Bill Hader. I believe it's Patton Oswald. Hmm. I could be wrong. It sounds a lot like Patton Oswald. I believe I'm looking it up. Um, yeah, you're right. Patton Oswald. So that just seems Damn, like a great fit for a Modoc. Um, as far as I'm concerned. So I was I was, you know, I tweeted that out that I was thinking about that on Tuesday. And then Wednesday, we got a new trailer. I was like, I feel like I willed <laughs> this into existence somehow. <clears throat> Pretty weird timing. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> that comes out mid May, I believe. I'm going to be watching the hell out of that. Um, oh, it just looks so good. That is Hulu, right? That's Hulu. So I don't know what or you guys Disney are going to do. Yeah. Illegally um, download it. Yeah, pretty way. much. Same thing that happens to all the shit I can't get for <laughs> normal. Did we ever get prices. Animaniacs? <laughs> I don't actually know. I think you guys do. <laughs> I know a lot of the Hulu um, movies that we got last year. You guys got them on Amazon Prime. Later. Sure. Like Palm Springs. Maybe some on Crave. So that's the thing is I can't. I don't know. I have no idea about Crave for you because I have no access to yeah. Crave. Um, yeah, I don't know either. Crave was uh, HBO, so I don't know. Yeah, that's true. So my guess would be Amazon Prime. You guys might get it, uh, but sure. But who knows? And I and who knows when? Um, yeah. But I'll be watching that next month. <laughs> I'm I'm stoked. I'm excited for that. Um, should be good, I think. Yep. Yeah, like, God, it looks it looks so good, man. It looks so good. Um, and then it, by the same vein, season two of Ted Lasso got a release date. Oh, did it? What? Yep. Uh, late July. Okay. Wow, that's way earlier than I thought. Okay. Me cool. too. Like that's less than a year. <laughs> um. Yeah, that's crazy. Which, I'm stoked. Best show of 2020. Yep. I've said that countless times. I'm I'm excited for more. My my expectations though, that like before they were zero. And they and when it was blown yeah. out of the park. Now they're like so high. That's true. Yeah. So part of me is worried because it's just like I love that first season so much. Yeah. Yeah. I'm interested to see where they go with it. Like who there's never there was never really an antagonist. It's not like the type of show where there's like a villain, but like no. there's definitely antagonizing people and they're kind of not really antagonizing anymore. <laughs> Some of them anyway. Guess, yeah. Yeah. I'm interested to see basically how they write like what they write in. Yeah. Uh, oh, they have stuff to do with that one. um, That young hotshot pro uh, football player. Who's, who got like set traded, right? Yeah. So yeah. I guess they'll probably him, do more even, with him. I'm sure they'll do more with him, but even him near the yeah. end was coming around, right? And that was kind totally. of one of the big things. It was like, I finally broke through to him. Totally. Um, but there there is a new trailer out there, if you, and I'm assuming you hadn't seen it. So maybe look at that. They're, they are introducing some more characters. It, sure. it looks like. So um, So cool. I'm just so I'm, I'm so excited for that. Uh, I, I, yeah. couldn't be, I couldn't be more excited. So. And and here's your uh, weekly reminder to go watch Ted Lasso, uh, as far as I'm concerned. Sure. <laughs> so. The great show. Uh, yeah, it really is. Um, all right. If there's nothing else, we can start the podcast proper. This is the Top Down Perspective for April 22nd, and I'm Sean Booker. Paul Fleck. John Wheeler. 
Paul, let's start with you this week. What have you been playing? <clears throat> I've been taking it easy, man. I've been just playing some Isaac while listening to podcasts and catching up on like YouTube videos and shit. Classic. Uh, that, nice. That continues to be a giant game. <laughs> You'll never <laughs> that, escape. That it feels like I'm never going to make any headway in because it is definitely much harder. So it is harder to get wins regularly. And there's just a whole bunch of new stuff to do that. I won't go too deep into because of spoilers, but there's a there's a stupid amount of new characters, essentially. Right. This um, was this is the the final update you were saying before, right? Yeah. I, so I think so. Everybody thinks so. It has been the final update two times now that they <laughs> said. So I think yeah. everybody's kind of taking it with a grain of salt, but. I know Edmund has been working on another game while this was finishing up. So maybe he's actually like, hey, I have another thing to do. We can like shelve this for good for now then. Um, Also, I remember he was I listened to a thing he was talking on. And it sounds like the next time he wants to touch Isaac is just going to be Isaac 2, Binding of Isaac 2. Like and so at that point, that's going to be like years down the line. So, uh, yeah, I would be surprised if he did an Isaac, too. I kind of would, too, as well. But uh, I don't know. That almost seems like to me of kind of like like I think of the God of War franchise where it's like, hey, if we're making another one, it's got to be something like special and different. And then, you know, we got God of War 2018, which is quite different. That is kind of how he said it, where he's just like, I'm ready to shelve Isaac and like not touch it until there's such a significant different thing I want to do that it's Isaac too. Yeah. So, yeah, it makes sense. Uh that game is still too big. Like it was too big back 4 years ago before the two updates and then this last one is fucking enormous. So, I'm going to be playing that forever, I think, and I'm never going to get anywhere in it, but it's fun. So, who cares? Um Great. I played more Narita Boy. I did not finish it. Okay, um, I'll quickly say I did finish it, and then the second thing I'll say is, did you get to the horse part? Yeah, I'm at the start of the red, of, like, the final beam. So I did okay, the you're pretty close. Blue. That final beam, the red area, I think, is, like, the shortest. Okay, the blue definitely felt the longest, but that's just because of, like, a lot of back-and-forth stuff that they make you do in it. Yeah. That's a Blue's long def- area. Blue's definitely longer. I don't exactly remember how long yellow was because I, I played it kind of a while ago. Uh, but red is like yeah. at the begin- start of red, you have like an hour, maybe. Oh, wow. OK. I um, didn't realize that horse part's short. pretty great, though, right? <laughs> so the horse part happens. It's like, all right, I don't see what the big thing is. And then something happens with that horse. Just like this is stupid. <laughs> But I also just like the way he like activates the horse, like that whole thing. Yeah, this is the silliest thing. Essentially, like stabbing it in the back. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Fucking weird, man. That uh, that continues to be a game that I can't explain to people properly (coughs) what it is. (laughs) It is a cool, silly Tron game. Yeah. Yeah. I like that game. That that is a game that people should play 
for sure. And like, if you bounce off of it, sure, get your refund or like, if you have Game Pass, like uninstall it. I get it. I totally get if somebody said this is not for me, but like that, it's just so weird. <laughs> it's so fucking weird. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, so I finished it. Um, I, I enjoyed my time with it. Uh, there is some more set pieces you're going to come to uh, that are sure. pretty silly. Uh, I, one thing I don't like is um, there is missable stuff in that game. Like you cannot go back ever, really. Um, which, oh, I need to ask you something then. How many pieces of the di- of the me- last memory disc are there? Five. Okay, I have four. So the last so, one must be in the red area. Yeah, there's one in the red area, oh, two God. in the blue area, one yep. in the yellow area, and then there's one, one really at the very beginning. At the beginning, and I missed that one. <laughs> oh, that sucks. Which really sucks because it locks the final memory behind it. Yeah. So I don't know what that is. I'll probably just look it up on YouTube. Um, but it sucks because I, I did like 99 percent. Yeah, and to be fair, there there is really no reason to go back. It's not like they're hiding stuff. It's not like it's a Metroidvania. But the fact that right. I just it's like I can't go back and pick up this one thing is just a bummer. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, it sucks that you can't just there's a fast travel system in that game, essentially. Like, there's no yeah. reason they couldn't just let I mean, you. to be fair, if you could go back to any point, honestly, I might dislike that because then it opens up the idea of like. Wait what's my what's the next thing i need to go to do i need to go all the way back to that first area is that where i need to progress the next part because i don't remember the names of these places they're the craziest names in the world like go back (laughs) to like the synth master it's like where the hell was the synth master um yeah so honestly it would kind of open up a lot of things and make it harder to progress in my opinion um but so it's kind of like what can you do i'm stuck is that the one thing you can miss? There's no like other secrets, right? It's just kind of that like final disc that you have to build with fragments. Correct. And it's just it's a total yeah. optional thing. I'm wondering if you can. No, I think you need to get all the powers because I feel like every time I came yeah. across a power, I just like stumbled into it. But I think you actually need all the powers to go through some obstacles. So I think that's the only thing you can miss is is those discs. Yeah, I think they gate you if without the power for yeah. anything that you could like every power that's really important. You just get right at the beginning of an area or whatever. But like anything you could miss, there's usually like a breakable floor that you can't progress without the thing to break it or whatever. Yeah. Yep. Cool. Good music. That game's neat. Yep. Yeah, that oh. music is very good. Did either of you hear about the special edition of the game? No. Because it's not on our news blocks, so I'm assuming it we didn't come up. Uh, they're selling an an arcade machine of the game. Oh God! Okay. <laughs> the, the Narita Boy Techno Edition Limited Supply comes with a bespoke Narita Boy arcade machine, custom console controller, Narita Boy on all available platforms, care package, original soundtrack, and an AR pin badge set for eleven thousand dollars US. Oh well, okay. Fuck off. Yeah. Man, if I had like money where I've just like, yeah, eleven thousand dollars for a game, cool, man. I would probably do this because that's such a dumb thing. I do not have that type of money though. <laughs> it is uh, apparently the proceeds go to the Saving the Arcade World campaign. The initiative helps raise money and awareness for video game preservation in partnership with museums around the globe. 
Yeah, uh, there, okay. there are only three cabinets that will exist. Uh, That's why it's so expensive. In, yeah, two of them will be in museums. The National Museum of Play in New York, the National Video Games Museum in Sheffield, England, an arcade vintage <clears throat> in uh, Alicante, Spain, and I guess uh, the one private cabinet, because I think they're only selling one version of this. That's why it's that expensive, for sure, then. They're not mass-producing. Okay. Neat, man. That's super neat. Here, I'll uh, put a picture in the chat for you two to see. Yeah, I just found, I found it. I, I just looked it up really? as well. If, if you have $11,000 and you don't care, you should do this, but I can't. There's nobody I, You know, I would almost I know say there's would. better things to use $11,000 on. Hmm... <laughs> Arguable. How much was that uh, Enter the Gungeon arcade machine? I forget. I think it was much, much less. (laughs) I would hope so, but I'm just curious. I'm looking it up right now. I am as well. Oh, $5,000, yeah. Yeah, half price. Well, less than half price. Jesus. Yeah, you're right, and that one one looks cooler. You should buy that instead. If you have (laughs) (laughs) $1,000. Yeah, uh, that's all I've been playing. All right, John, what have you been playing? All right, pretty much everything I played is from last night's stream. Uh, I've got this thing I do monthly called Whatever Wednesday, where I just pick a bunch of games I've been interested in and play them. Although, uh, outside of those, I played Kunai. I finished that game up. Right, nice. okay. Yeah, you mentioned this last week, so you stuck with it? Yeah, I stuck with it, and I finished it. And nice. uh, it was fun. There's some There's some bullshit in there. Uh, there's one boss in particular that stands out as a bad boss fight. Uh, you have to climb a mountain four times in the boss fight. Uh, each time you get to the top and do damage to the boss, he pushes you down farther. And as you're climbing, he removes more and more of the wall you can use to climb. So it just becomes harder and just more annoying. And then after you do this climb four times, uh, you then have one final climb you have to do, but the boss does an insta-kill move. And if it touches you, you have to do the entire five climbs all over again oh my god yeah so screw that up a couple times so that just dragged that sucked yep but uh other than other than weird little things like that the game was all right it was fun okay weird quirks i say was enjoyable uh i actually did end up going back and finishing dogger eye afterwards that was the game i talked about last week as well that was like Mm -hmm. it's i wasn't too interested in it uh yeah just sat down and beat it it was i didn't have much left apparently it's really short like it's 30 minutes 40 minutes to beat oh wow okay yeah uh it was fun it, but you know just really weird like compress it was funny because you beat the game and then you unlock another character and the other character is, is way cat? more fun no it's another dog but the dog okay. the other dog is way more fun than your actual main character because he has a projectile <laughs> sure so by default he was just way more interesting and just way more fun to play so I wonder if they if they ever do a sequel. I hope they keep that in mind. Uh, stream last night. I played a game called Prodigal. This is a game on Steam that is uh, a love letter to Link's Awakening, the Game Boy game for Zelda, and uh, it also has a lot of interaction with NPCs. You can uh, it's got an interesting story going on. A lot of different items you can collect. It was uh, it was pretty interesting, honestly. Cool. Yeah, 
So that was a okay. fun oh, one. Oh yeah, this out, is I very think. Link's Awakening. Even like the uh, like text treatment. The, the text talking. in HUD is is straight out of it. Yeah. 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 It was really fun though. Uh, I definitely want to play more of it because there was a lot. There was a story going on in the background too that seemed pretty interesting, but uh, didn't want to spend too much time on it. That was fun. Would recommend that. It also seems we, full of anime ladies. Yep. We Ooh. played Say No More. Nice. That was a uh, a game that came out, I think, two weeks ago. It's been recent. Yeah, you should explain how this works. Right. It's kind of yeah, a so. Game. Yeah, Say No More is a game about uh, you make whatever character you want. And uh, they have confidence issues. They're an intern at a new company and everyone is just basically stepping on them. And in this world, apparently the word no is banned. But you find a cassette tape that teaches you about the word and the power it has. So you start dealing with all your problems by saying no. Like you'll have interns like or you'll have like employees come at you being like, I need you to make me some coffee. I need you to fix the printer. I jammed it. And then you just give them a powerful no and send them careening off into the wall. It's just a really weird comical game. And it's got a lot of like really fun, sharply written dialogue. It's actually really good, but it's, it, it's short. It's not too long, but it was just really fun and silly. Sure. Did you finish it? No, 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 no. We played like 40. We got through the first two chapters. I think there's at least another two. Okay. Yeah. I'm curious kind of how, like how much how fun that gets doing it over and over again or if they mix things I mean, up they they give you different ways of saying no there's different taunts and then eventually some characters only react to certain ways so they they make it tougher eventually but there's also okay. a lot of dialogue you can kind of take in and just listen to and be like oh hey like sometimes not saying no is the correct answer like we uh, we found this one, yeah we found one person was like hey can you deliver this this uh letter to me or letter for me to someone else and if you say no, they get sad and then they're like, oh, OK. And then they put the desk, the, the note back down on their uh, desk and you find out it's a love letter. But wow. if you do, if you don't say anything, you take the love letter, go to the person you're supposed to uh, give it to. And, uh, and then you hook up with their with that person. Oh, yeah. They, well, you hook the two of them up. Yeah. So they, I meant uh, you like they, steal they, the boyfriend or something. <laughs> no. Uh, you can because they give you you go to them and you're like, oh, I don't want that. Throw it in the trash or something. And you just if you say no to them, they're like, oh, wait, no, this person's hot. I want to date them. Hell yeah. And then they then you nice. come up. Yeah, it's, don't say no really to hot silly. people. That's another good rule for life. Exactly. That's that's what the cassette <laughs> tape tells you. No, the game's the game's silly fun. Very short. And I would recommend it. It's, it was really good. Uh, and the last thing I played was a, a set of games. So uh, whoa, Dave and Space Dave. I think I've heard of Woe Dave. Yeah, Woe Dave is done by the team that made the Runner Games and BitTrip. Oh, okay. Choice oh, okay. Provisions. They used to be Gaijin Games or something like that. Yeah, Choice Provisions. This was like their micro brand or something like that. It's uh, Woe Dave is just a little arcade game where aliens are uh, showing up on your planet and you need to get rid of them. <clears throat> so eggs appear that they hatch out of and they dip into lava, which evolves them into more powerful aliens. So you have to throw either other eggs or skulls at them to kill them. And as you're killing them, they drop pennies. So the, the high score system is how much money you earn. So it, it's this just a weird... This is not the game I was thinking it was. What is the game? I think it has Dave in the name, but he's like a stunt guy. Are you thinking Joe Danger? Oh, maybe Joe Danger. 
Oh man, I loved Joe Danger. I think I was thinking of Do- Joe Danger. Is this like Joe Danger? No. Okay. Joe Danger is is more like Trials, from what I remember. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. No, Woe Dave's more like uh, the original Mario Brothers, the arcade game. Yes. Uh, no Man's Skies, Joe Danger. Yep. Right. Yeah, that's them. Yep. They went from Joe Danger to No Man's Sky. A big step. Uh, yeah, no, uh, Woe Dave's just like a fun arcade game. We played a, a versus mode off stream and that was amazing and super fun. Very competitive. Uh, then we also played Space Dave, which is basically if Woe Dave is the original Mario Brothers, Space Dave is uh, Space Invaders. So you have a okay. jetpack oh, and you have okay. a laser gun and aliens are flying in trying to blow up the earth and steal trees. So you need to like shoot them all down. Uh, but eventually, like, whenever an alien touches the Earth, they really dis- they rip out a part of the planet and lava pools appear instead. So you have to keep dodging, like, the ground disappearing as you're also fighting these aliens. It was really tough, but it was really fun, too. Hmm. I'm going to assume it's more fun than Woe Dave, because original Mario Bros. kind of sucks. I really like Woe Dave. Oh, okay. uh, but I, I, Space Dave is more engaging, sure. Let's put it that way. Do you also like original sure. Mario Bros.? Yeah, I don't I don't ever want to play original 50-50 on that, yeah. Yeah. Sometimes original Mario is fun, sometimes it sucks. Whoa, Dave <clears throat> is pretty good. It gets pretty hectic and fast. Okay. And because it's uh the bit trip guys, the more the more points you get, the more the music evolves and gets more nice. like energetic, so. Whoa, Dave is That's on everything. What are you playing it on? Are you playing it on a uh Wii U? <laughs> I played yeah. Woe Dave originally on the 3DS. I played it years ago because uh, I actually played it at it PAX East, but uh, I played it on Steam last night and okay. I played Space Dave on the Switch because I think it's only on the Switch. Uh, maybe. I can't. There's no way to know. Yeah, I, I, so. I couldn't find confirmation online. It was weird. Uh, yeah, that's all I played. All right. Uh, what did I play? I, I talked about Narita Boy. I also finished Spyro 3, which means I have finished the full trilogy now. How do you feel about it? That that's a great bundle. The fact that I also like got that yeah. on sale for like 15, 20 bucks. That's a whole lot of game. That's just a that's a yeah. really great package right there. <clears throat> and it was also kind of nice just like going through this like chunk of game history that I just had no experience with and just kind of getting like a crash course. Like now I'm saying like now I I know a lot about Spyro now. I feel like I have a very educated opinion on Spyro. Not that I'm going to play them. Are any of the other ones good? Because I was kind of just looking at the Spyro Wikipedia page and it's a lot of DS games and like Game Boy games. Uh, And then all the PS2 ones. And then there's the odd ones that they did come to consoles. But it seems like from my outside perspective, it seems like Spyro lost his way. Uh, yeah, that seems to be the the general consensus I've heard is that uh, I think one of the PS2 ones is considered pretty good to okay, and the other one sucks. Mm. But I don't remember which is which. I know Elijah Wood voices Spyro in one of them. Oh, okay. Oh, man. It's probably the Game Boy one. No, it's it's one of the... Yeah, <laughs> yep, sure is. <laughs> they got all the money for the Game Boy one. Um... So you you don't think there would be a um like another trilogy 
there's no point in doing that because those games. I, are not I wouldn't be above. shocked if they did a Spyro four considering Crash four, but I've been surprised before. Who knows? Oh, a new one. OK, yeah, yeah, that would be cool. I would definitely play that. Um, yeah, they could call it. It's about time. It'd be about like time travel shenanigans. Yeah, yeah I would exactly. for sure. Um, I think three is my favorite. Out of the three, first off, it has more of kind of like some actual narrative to it. There's a bit more story besides just this bad guy wants to be the king. <clears throat> also, from a gameplay perspective, I, I've said before, one, the stages are kind of, you know, pretty, pretty linear Two, they kind of open up the stages and they put a bunch of mini games in there. Three is a bit of a mix, but they kind of put the mini games like after you have finished the kind of uh, straightforward linear path. So I kind of liked that one the way they did that. However, three is the only one that requires you to do some kind of grinding right before the final boss. Uh, You need to get a certain number of the collectibles, whereas all the other ones you can just keep going. And then if you want to get to like the bonus stage at the end, you have to get all the collectibles three. You need to get two thirds of the collectibles to do the final boss. So that was kind of a bummer. But, you know, it's, it's easy enough. Pretty lame. Yeah, it, it is easy enough to get those dragon eggs. So it wasn't it didn't bug me too much. Still not being able to invert the uh, movement while you are flying or swimming is a nightmare and there's underwater stages and oh my God, those are so bad. It sucks whenever you're underwater. Um, I, I'm, I'm, I'm shocked that they updated everything and then they left kind of a like middling control scheme. It is, it is bananas to me, but either way, um, I had a fun time. I, it was nice kind of going through those, all three of them back to back. Um, cool. And uh, the last game I played is uh, I finished up a game called Morkrid. I talked about this game a few months ago, and then I just yeah. got back to it this week to wrap it up. Um, if for those this who maybe a co-op forgotten, game, right? Yeah, it is a local co-op game. Oh, so I played it by myself. Yeah. Um, I would love if this had online co-op, but you know sometimes we can't have nice things. So. True. Okay. <clears throat> For those who don't remember, I I talked about this back in December, I think, when it came to Game Pass. Um, You control two characters, each with one thumbs of the analog sticks, and you have to move a ball of light around. If the characters go in the shadows, they die. So it's a lot of kind of puzzles about trying to manipulate the area, but not having like a shadow cross in front of your path. And you have to be careful of each other because you also cast a shadow. So you're kind of working around like that. That game goes to some weird ass places in like the final two areas. The second last area, I'm just going to give you the name of it. It's called The Meat. Yeah. I think that I think that's a pretty evocative name for a stage. Yeah. Um, so pretty much what you're thinking is probably pretty correct. Is um, it Vor? Is that Vor? I'm not going to spoil that much of it. I'm not going to answer that question. <laughs> the fact okay. you're not answering that question worries me. Yeah, I um, I mean, I've asked you to stop bringing up Vor on the podcast. I don't know how many times, so <laughs> I am very concerned that it came up in the podcast. <laughs> I am not going to lie. Um, uh, I like more crit. I think that's a that's kind of a fun, uh, like almost like a test to see if you can left brain, right brain 
do it the whole time because there's definitely a lot of times you're like, I need to move this character and then the other one's just on autopilot as they like walk into a shadow and it's like, man, what am I doing? What This crappy left hand, what are you good for? Um, that seems could, like a nightmare. <laughs> or you could play local uh, co-op and each person yeah. uh, controls it with a with a, uh, a gamepad. And I, I th- I'm sure it's on Steam and then you could do the fake co-op that way. Um, oh I playing, yeah, I was playing it on Game Pass, so I I had to I just played it by myself, and it, it was fine. The, none of the puzzles are hard enough or require timing in a way that you'll get that stressed out. Um, okay. They definitely take that into consideration. So uh, that's a cool, cool game. I would recommend it if you're looking for something kind of interesting. That's Morkrid on, on Game Pass. And cool. with that, let's do some news. <clears throat> by the way, who's watching Mortal Kombat this weekend? Oh I God, am. yeah. I would, but I don't have, I don't know how to watch it. Yeah. Well, if you're in the States, it's on HBO Max. <laughs> so I'm going to watch it that way. Um, I'm assuming that movie is going to be real bad, but I'm going to watch it. Because I just want Yeah. I think we'll that see. someone said the first like six or ten minutes of the movie are up on YouTube, and apparently the it first starts th- pretty good. The first seven are are up on uh, YouTube. They released that a few days ago, and all I could think was, why would you do this? But I guess if they're putting the whole thing out on HBO, who cares? It just, it's But uh, yeah, that's a weird advertising tactic. Here's the first seven minutes of a movie. <clears throat> um, okay, first bit of news. CD Projekt Red, we got some sales figures on how they did in 2020. Cyberpunk sold 13.7 million copies by the end of it. No idea if that includes refunds or what. There's no way. There's no way. Well, to be fair, I'm I'd be surprised if that many actually did get refunded. Like here here's a question. Do you think less do you think more or less than 100,000 people refunded C- Cyberpunk? More or less more. than 100? More. Honestly, I think if you I think if you guessed a hundred thousand, you'd probably be probably close. I bet it's I less assume. than a hundred thousand. That's just my guess. I have no way of answering that, but Yeah, I don't really know either. I sure know a lot of people that like were pissed off enough to say they were going to, but totally didn't because I still see it in their <laughs> Steam library. So Got him. Classic. There is that. Wow. <laughs> uh The Witcher 3 had its second best year in history in 2020. It sold 30 million units. And I'm assuming it's a bunch of upset people with Cyberpunk 2077 that they're like, well, I'm just going to go buy the other one. Yeah. Could be. Uh, Next gen (laughs) console editions of both Cyberpunk and The Witcher 3 are going to launch in the second half of 2021. Okay. Um, and then there's some uh, breakdown of some of the 13.7 million units of Cyberpunk that were sold. Just over half of those were PC, uh, about 30% were PS4, and then 17% were Xbox. That's probably what I would have guessed. It's a lot. Yeah, those are big numbers for sure. Hmm. And then uh, 70, about 75% of the 10 million Cyberpunk 2077 copies were sold digitally. Sorry, 73% or 10 million were sold digitally. Um, okay, gotcha. So there you go. Actually, wow, there's a, pretty, there's a cool infographic here of what percentages 
uh, were broken down by region. North America coming in at 37.8%, followed by Europe, 33.8%. Africa, only 0.2%. Sure. Interesting. Yeah, I've never kind of seen a breakdown. South America, I'm actually surprised South America is pretty low at 3.6%. Because I know Brazil's a pretty big um, gaming place, but also 1.3% unknown. I don't know what that means. <laughs> I don't know, you VPNs know, or something? Yeah, other, other, planets. other planets, Antarctica. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Who knows? Um, I, w- I would love, you know, if if I was in Antarctica and I had access to like Stadia, I would definitely take like a picture and tweet that. Look, I'm playing Cyberpunk in Antarctica on Stadia on like my phone. Yeah. I bet that would get you a few likes. There's a pro tip. If anyone wants to do that. <laughs> yep. Uh, OK, the Epic Game Store is going to start. I don't know. Not exactly selling. They are adding apps to the store, including Itch.io, Brave the Browser, iHeartRadio, and more. <laughs> Discord and House Party will be coming in the future. Okay. Epic Games update. Yep. Why? I mean, I guess, like, I guess Steam does I that. Yeah, I don't know. I guess it's just something you do. You gotta check the box. I guess, like, I kind of see Itch, like... At least that's still pretty f- gaming product focused. <laughs> I am a little surprised about Itch.io, actually, because Itch.io is usually seen as like an indie kind of scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I mean, a lot of the games on Itch.io are not going to be on uh, a typical store. But, you know, right. you're over there, you're, you're shopping for whatever the latest exclusive is. You're going to you're going to download the latest free game and you're like, you know what I could go for? The Brave browser. I'll just I'll just throw that in the cart. It's free. They could they could integrate the Brave browser like with Steam Overlay. You can open up a web browser and like look shit up if you wanted to. I could see them like maybe using some of that infrastructure or something. I mean, I don't think they're combining. They're just offering you to download these programs. So it is it is the equivalent of you're going to pick up some gum at the checkout. But now it's the Brave browser. Mm. Sure. Um. Sony is testing out the PlayStation Plus Video Pass. It is a test service that is launching in Poland only. It actually launched uh, yesterday, early today. Um, This is going to give PS Plus users access to over 20 movies, TV shows from the Sony Pictures and more content every three months. No word on whether the tests will come to other markets. Sure. Uh, I mean, it's the one thing they have over Microsoft, I guess, that they could offer. That's what I was kind of thinking is like, that's a that's a cool feature that Xbox does not do with Game Pass. They don't give away movies. This would definitely get me to turn my PlayStation on more if, you know, they were going to have like the latest thing for whatever reason. Bloodshot with Vin Diesel. Hell yeah, man. I I mean, I haven't seen that movie. If they were just going (laughs) to give me access to it, I would boot it up and watch that. Sure. Yeah. Um, So if you're Polish. Uh, here's a something you can brag about. That one, okay. it's for you. Yep. Yep. Um, all right. Best time. news of the week, and possibly my new anticip- most anticipated game of 2021. The Great Ace Attorney has been announced for regions outside of Japan. Cool. And if people don't yep. know what the Great Ace Attorney is, this is 
the Ace Attorney franchise, but at, with Phoenix's ancestor, who, guess what, also solved crimes. Um, you don't in, say. Yep. It's runs so in the family. Runs in the family. Yeah. It is coming out in two different configurations. The first being the Great Ace Attorney Chronicles, which is going to be both of the Great Ace Attorney games. That's going to run for $40 American. That's going to be July 27th which I believe is four days after Ted Lasso season two. So my new favorite week of 2021. Um, they are also uh, doing a bundle that will include the three, like the original trilogy will be there as well. I'm assuming that's going to be a $60 product. There's yeah, some bonus probably. pre-order DLC that includes concept art and music. So cool. try to contain your excitement. Done. Already done. Yep. These are coming to Steam, Switch, and PS4. Okay. I'm so, so stoked. This is great. And I think this means we're only missing one Ace Attorney game now, and it's yeah, the Miles sequel. Miles Edgeworth 2. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. So this is great. I think it has a pretty cool box art. I'm, I'm excited. It's going to be a discount title. This is, this is just great. All smiles over here. Um, speaking of Discord, though, Discord has ended its talks with Microsoft. They are remaining an independent studio, um, potentially looking into a public or going public, but they are not going to be bought by Microsoft. Okay. I know a lot, of, a lot of people are breathing a sigh of relief about this one. Yeah, I guess so. I, I, between the two options, I, I I like Discord as it is. I don't think it needs, but who knows? Um, here's kind of a weird twist. Um, Overwatch yeah. director Jeff Kaplan, the face of Overwatch, is kind far of as I'm the face of Blizzard. As far as everyone's concerned, he's the old guard. He's like the last of it. So he is leaving Blizzard Entertainment. Um, Yep. He had such a unique kind of role because you don't see a lot of people kind of becoming the face of a of a game, at least not on this scale of game. Like this guy was out there like with like weekly updates doing videos and, and live streams and stuff. He really kind of like had a huge community presence. Um, huge. Yep. Also, this is very sudden with no lead up. And that's weird. I mean... The lead up, I might argue, is everyone else who's leaving Blizzard who is kind well, of a legacy <laughs> developer. Well, yeah, I mean, there is that. But like the lot. So they had the BlizzCon line and he was kind of there for a minute saying, we don't really have much. Here's what we could show you. And the next time we heard from Jeff Kaplan is I'm leaving. <laughs> it's like, well, I'm really not sure Overwatch 2 is going to be very good now i have a bad feeling i mean i i think reading into it in that regard like a lot of people are touching overwatch it is not just coming down to jeff kaplan and one and his personal computer typing away coding overwatch 2 so so i don't really know but it is it is interesting i think it is kind of more i think it's more of a culture thing it seems everyone who was around his kind of tenure is leaving and i'm assuming it's yeah. just more of that that's that's the read i got only time will tell. Uh, he was there for 19 years, uh, which is a lot for sure. Yeah, Jesus. Uh, so good for him. Uh, I am curious if they try to like 
get someone to fill his shoes for that kind of community role. Yeah, no, the there's already the dude that was working under him that started over doing Overwatch with him. I don't remember his name. He's moving into his position. Okay. So right it on. is another dude who has been doing Overwatch from the very beginning. Well, that's yeah. for sure. I'm still super curious what that Overwatch 2 is. I, I would love to see more of that. Uh, this is an old news story that I forgot to delete out of my collection. Uh, Wait, and this one was sent on. No, that's brand new. PlayStation said that the store is going to be available. They rescinded the fact that yeah, they're getting rid did, of it. Yeah, didn't yep. we say that last week? No, no, that only got announced like Monday, two days ago, or something. Yeah, I have a, I have a picture, I have a memory in my head of saying that, and John agreeing. Yep, they were, they went back on that. <laughs> so what am I thinking of? <laughs> I don't no know. No idea. No <laughs> idea, dude. I don't even. I have a I have a whole conversation that that I lived through. It meant something to me, John. <laughs> oh well. Okay. Well, okay. Uh, they are not ris- uh, closing down the PS3 Vita and the PSP stores. Those are staying open. Yeah. Yay. I honestly have no idea what we are. Uh, maybe there was something else. I could have sworn there was something where we. You know what it may. You know what it may have been. It may have been because a couple of weeks ago we said this is a rumor. And then the following week we said this is confirmed. And maybe I'm remembering John saying, "Yep, this is confirmed." I think that's maybe. What I think I, okay. I think that's what it is. Yeah, I think that's what I'm because that definitely happened. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sure. So they're not doing it. They said, "Hey, we messed up." Uh, clearly this was a bad call, so they're keeping them open. I feel bad for everyone who went out and bought that, like, PSN 3 pack that we're selling on eBay for, like, $200, like, the oh, day man. before this. <laughs> um, that had, like, what? what is in that 3 pack? It's, like, Fat Princess. Tokyo Jungle. Is Tokyo Jungle in that one as well? Probably, because that's what most people were scrambling to find was Tokyo Jungle. I mm. no, there's there's a disc. There's a disc that's like, hey, we here's some PSN games that we're going to print on disc. Pretty sure mm. Fat Princess is on it. Do a quick Google. This is this is not helping at all. Okay, someone in the chat will tell me. Anyways, they're keeping them open. Good for them. It is kind of surprising that it took them like, what, like four weeks to course correct on this. And I saw an interesting comparison um, to when Microsoft was going to like raise Xbox Live Gold. And people were like, are you kidding? Also, why aren't your games that are free to play not free to play? And they're like, you know what? You're right. And they rescinded that in like six hours. Yeah. (laughs) And then Sony's (laughs) like, "Mm, we're going to talk about this for three or four weeks. Um Anyways, they did a good thing. It is a bummer that it took like all of the games industry to be like, please d- stop. Please don't. Um, but in the end, uh, it, they did the right thing. Yeah. Speaking of Sony, the next story I was going to talk about, we got the sent on Discord. Sony has published a patent for an AI bot that will play your games for you. Okay. Thank God. 
So the finally, someone gets to do my job for me. Artificial <laughs> intelligence to monitor players as they play games with the intent of creating and controlling an AI character that mimics the user's inputs in those games. What would you use an AI bot that plays your games for you for? That's that's my grinding. Question. Grinding. I mean, that's the most logical use of it is grinding. Some people are going to use it to like get better ranks in multiplayer. Sure. Yeah. What? But if it's only as good as you are, it'll never get better. It'll just stay at that level, right? It'll... Wouldn't yeah. you potentially, have to but like it, it also has to like learn it some way, right? I don't know. Can it learn? I thought it learned from you. Like you have to get better, and then it and then you, it learns off of your new and improved tactics. Do you have to? Let's say, and I'll, I'll break it this down. Let's say you're like a level five player and it levels up to a level six. Like it, it, it gets to five because of you and then it progresses to a six. Do you have to then beat it to prove that you are that it is not better than you so that it can keep going? You have to beat it to get the, your controller back. That's a good that's a good one. <laughs> what if it what if it like what if instead of it giving you your controller back? It gives you the crappy third party one that your parents bought you because you're now oh, the little brother. Oh, no. your brother's oh, controller. God. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I have vivid memories of having a third party N64 controller that the the uh, the side pieces you could they could rotate out a little bit if yeah. you wanted that for some reason. And and whatever the rotating mechanism was, it would pinch the skin on your hands. That doesn't surprise me. That's a that's a classic third party controller right there. Um, the patent also covers the possibility of a game uh, being uh, uh, able to notify a player if they are struggle struggling to complete a task that the AI can assist them with. So now it could straight up dunk on you and be like, "Move over, baby game." Yeah, we know you suck at this game here. We'll, we'll do the work. Yeah, this is this is you have Nintendo being like, "Here's the golden suit." If you die a few times in a row, this is like. Why don't you just watch? Why don't you just sit back and we'll do this whole thing for you? Because you're a little baby. You're, you're clearly not good enough. So here. We hired a robot to do your work for you. Yep. All right. And this last one is we got the new game announcement from Extremely OK Games. Uh, the people behind Celeste. Uh, they have a new game coming called Earthblade. There's a kind of a trailer it's an image with some music and they're giving it as a vibe reveal yeah it's literally nothing so i ask you this if you've seen this trailer quote-unquote trailer what kind of game do you think it is no idea it's literally what, nothing what do you get from this vibe let's do a quick Se- vibe secret check. of what do you get secret of mana yeah um, can i just say getting? a vibe trailer it sounds like the dumbest fucking thing it is yep Sometimes you got to do a vibe check, man. That's important. Vibe checks, sure. yes. Yeah, but like not as a company. <laughs> I, some companies definitely got to do a vibe check. They got to be like, hold I would the phone. Lo- I would love if Walmart did a vibe check. <laughs> yeah. Okay, sure. <laughs> Customers, it is now 12.05. Time for the daily vibe check. If you could all put your groceries down and join us in a, in a quick 15 minute, a tight 15 vibe check. Uh, in which case no one is allowed to leave or enter the store. Oh. 
Maybe Amazon workers will actually get to use a bathroom if there was vibe checks. Amazon workers would love Amazon to do a vibe check. <laughs> yeah. Um, they could use a little more of the Earthblade vibe because these are some positive <laughs> vibes I'm getting. God. Yeah, I, I get Secret of Mana. I, you know, I definitely get an RPG kind of yeah. look to it. Same. For sure. Uh, I like the music and I like the art. So that's cool. And the fact that none of those are a platformer, that's that's exciting to me because I've seen them do platformers very well. And I would love to see something new from them. So, yeah. Sure. All right. That's going to do it for news. It's time for questions. If you want to send a question in, it's top down perspective at gmail.com at TDP podcast on Twitter, the discord channel or John's P.O. Box. I'll read this first one from Kevin is ASMR art. It yes, takes because I hate effort, it and I so hate yeah. art. <laughs> <laughs> so sorry, what, John, what was your reasoning? Uh, yeah, because it takes like actual effort and not everyone can do it. Okay, I'm going to play devil's advocate here. Oh, no. Lip, bench pressing 300 pounds takes a lot of effort and not everyone can do it. Is is that art? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Probably. Stand aside, boys. I'm about to show you a beautiful sculpture. <laughs> Weightlifting's an art form, so yeah, I agree. Oh man, can you can you tell that to my dad, please? Well, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <sighs> I I would say yes because it's a it's something other than spoken word. Just talking doesn't seem like an art form to me, though. Yeah, they're, they're adding something to it. I mean, I guess, I, I guess like for me, art's always like a creative expression of something. Yeah, I could see. So there are ASMR people, I guess what I would call artists, but there are also people that buy a microphone and whisper in it and call that ASMR, which I would not call art. So I think there is a distinction like anything else where it's kind of like, yeah, some people do it well and some people just, I don't know. I don't want to get into creepy territory (laughs) because there's a lot of weird, creepy shit when you start talking about ASMR people. It is a fine line. Um, there's always a fine line, though, between anything and the creepy, sexy yeah. version of it. <laughs> um, I feel Not like I don't know enough. Sexy. <laughs> I don't. I don't necessarily know enough about ASMR to be able to judge whether it's good ASMR. I yeah, just, I don't have the experience myself. I have heard like an ASMR thing where it is like you are getting a haircut or something, and it's like very. It almost is like perfectly done and then i've also unfortunately heard clips of a girl sticking her tongue down a ear mic thing and i wanted to fucking blow my head off because it was the worst sound so yeah there's a spectrum <laughs> there for sure i feel like i just want to say yes so that no yeah. one gets upset with me this is kind of like this is like the 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 porn argument because i can't classify it but I know it when I see it. Yeah, I agree with you for sure. 
Stop licking microphones. It's disgusting. (laughs) Or stop. You know what? Just stop linking me it. Do whatever you want. Just leave me the fuck out. That's probably the better one. Yeah. Send those to at Proton John on Twitter. (laughs) (laughs) No, thanks. No, thanks. Send send all your microphone licking videos to at Barack Obama. There you go. (laughs) He's got he's got a podcast now. He needs to he needs to hear that. Yeah, exactly. All right, Suku Suku has a couple questions here. First, has the name in a video game completely taken you out of it? Yes. Every time Kojima does something like Die Hard Man. Damn it. Yeah, you beat me to it. I was going to say <laughs> Kakamami High Roller from Metal Gear 2. Yeah, anytime Kojima just does a name that is obviously like, I saw a thing and this is funny, haha. It takes me out of that moment completely when they actually say their name. Yeah, I mean, I think of like the Ace Attorney games, but those that's almost like a staple of that series now. So it would be weird if they didn't do something dumb. It's almost gotten to the point where it's like, I need to figure out what the joke is to this person's name. Right. um, Every time they introduce someone else. Sure. Uh, I guess the second part of this question do you prefer ridiculous or mundane detective names? This is in like reference to like um, for the great Ace Attorney, the, the Sherlock Holmes counterpart is actually yeah. named Herlock Sholmes. Yeah, I see. Okay, yeah. Which there, there's precedent for that uh, because Arsène Lupin had uh, Herlock Sholmes because apparently the Arthur Conan Doyle like family will not actually like let people use homes in certain ways. So it's, that's just to get around that. Oh, weird. Huh? Yeah. There's, there's been a lot of precedent for this in the past, apparently. Okay. Uh, I guess I prefer mundane, but I don't, I like, I'm trying to think of detective names, I guess. Philip Marlowe. Perry Mason. Like those are pretty mundane. Bruce right? Wayne. The Batman. Oh yes, the world's, world's greatest, greatest detective. Yeah, there you go. Um how about Benoit Blanc from Knives Out? Sure. I was also thinking Eddie Valiant from uh Who Framed Roger Rabbit. <clears throat> oh yeah, that's a good one. The Mystery Gang. Scooby yeah. Dooby Doo. Yeah. All right. Second question from Doopy Doo. (laughs) Second question from Suku Suku. (laughs) Fucking Christ. Blast from the past question. Favorite Mario character. Here are the previous answers. So we have the previous answers. Um, Let's answer it first before we check them out. I mean, I I had to check them out when I moved them over. So I saw them and I will say I guessed one right. And I'll tell you which John, one. John, what is your favorite mine. Mario character? It's probably mine. If I had to guess, I answered with the uh, either Waluigi or Bowser. I'm going to guess Waluigi. Okay. I'm not sure what I would have guessed. I probably would have. My guess would have been my Mario Kart or Mario Party character Toad. Although I could have seen myself maybe saying Yoshi, but I'll go Toad. What are your guesses for Nathan? Yoshi. 
okay. Yoshi. I was kind of going Wario. Okay. Uh, you're wrong all about everything. So Nathan's was Luigi. Wow. Wow. Sean's okay. was Waluigi. Oh, God damn it. And John's was Wario. Why would I have picked Wario over Waluigi? Why would That's I have weird. picked Waluigi? What I think we've learned over the last few weeks is that 10 year ago, Sean sucked. Just yeah, complete. Was there idiot. some rule where we couldn't say the same answer? Because I feel like that's the only way I would say Wario over Waluigi. I thought that I was know. weird. <laughs> I don't know. Ten years ago, was Waluigi the meme he is now? Maybe that's kind of what it was. I mean, I guess at this point I hadn't gone all in on Waluigi and TRG, but I was definitely like playing as him in games, so I have no idea why I would have said that. Weird. weird. Maybe it's just because I like the Wario Land games, or maybe we had some rules. I don't know. It's gotta be something like that. I doubt we had rules for what is your favorite. <laughs> wouldn't who surprise me uh, knowing this podcast. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say it wouldn't surprise me. So I also got all those wrong when I was guessing, like as I pulled them, because I kind of wanted to. I did get one right, and the one right I got was Nathan's least favorite. And I'm gonna ask you guys. Well, before we do that, Nathan or not Nathan, Paul, what is your yeah. favorite Mario character? Oh, dude, I don't know. What's uh say Daisy. Okay. <laughs> okay. Hi, I'm Daisy. Daisy. Okay, so the second part of this question is least favorite. I got Nathan's right because I remember specifically him ranting about something. But um I didn't get either of your two right. So Sean, who do you think you said was your least favorite? Oh man. Uh it's not an enemy, is it? Uh, no. Okay. Um, so that's the problem. I can't tell with, cause me, I, I, I feel like I probably would have said boom, boom or something like that, but I don't think boom, boom was. So John's yours was kind of a joke answer. So you're probably not going to get yours. Okay. That's fair. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Mario's boring. Did, did I say Mario? No, you said Daisy is your least favorite okay yeah i mean i have no affinity towards daisy sure um okay do either of you have a guess for nathan's because john's is tied to nathan's kind of i'm gonna i don't know birdo no okay (laughs) i have no clue so nathan really hates baby bowser and Bowser okay. Jr. Okay. And because of that, John says he just hates babies in general. That was his <laughs> answer. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I believe that answer. I mean, that almost doesn't count because, like, who is going to pick baby Mario as their favorite character? There's no reason to like any of the babies. Yeah, no, for sure. Uh, so you have to answer, Paul. Your least favorite. I mean, it's probably baby Mario, right? Okay, like, yeah. More so than Baby Bowser, even. Fuck, I hate I, Baby Mario. I, I would probably also just say Baby Mario because they got that almost. I feel that's such a, a cheap answer. It is. Why would anyone like Baby Mario? Yeah, it's a cheap answer for sure. Uh, John, would you like to yep. read this next one from Lineback? Lineback writes in and says, "Asking for a friend, how do you politely tell someone that their jokes are terrible? There is no such way. You just don't laugh." Like, that's the simplest way to tell everybody. 
I've tried just sighing and saying why at bad ones, and it just encourages them more. So. Yeah, depending on the person, I could see that for sure. I think you got to get all your friends in a room, and then you got to get this (laughs) friend to come in, and each person has a letter that they're going to be like, hey, Peter, remember when you said this joke, and then that person reads the entire joke with the punchline, and they go, I didn't find that funny. And you go in a circle, and it takes three hours. Yeah. The worst intervention that nobody wants to be a part of. Yeah. Uh, second question says, out of Professor Layton, Phoenix Wright, and Stu Pickles from Rugrats, who is the okay. best father? What? Okay. Okay. It is definitely not Stu. <laughs> well, okay, so here's the thing. Let's break down the, the positives and negatives of each. Yeah. Professor Layton, I don't... First of all, I don't think technically has... Just like Phoenix, I don't think actually has a biological kid. And in fact, okay. Phoenix, I think, adopts Maya. Is that right, John? Not Maya. Um, Trucy. Oh, okay. Trucy, right. But it is somewhat of a surrogate father to Maya. Yeah, I guess. And in the same way, because Professor Layton, I don't think adopts anyone. He has, he has Luke and um, is it Catriel? Is he, one of which is Catriel his daughter? No, one of them is like the assistant, and the other one is the apprentice. I believe. I don't think Catriel's his daughter. Either way, I think Stu Pickles actually wins this. No, there's no way. Okay, well, let me hear your reasoning. Because every time Stu Pickles is supposed to be doing something to watch his fucking kids, he's inventing something and the kids are doing whatever the fuck they want. He is. Yeah, I would argue, I would argue the, the kids get in a lot of trouble and as a result, not the best father. Not uh, Catriel that, Stu, is adoptive daughter. Stu has literally invented things that have almost killed the kids multiple times. I mean, but which which father hasn't? I mean, that's true. Uh, you got a point. Prob- probably Phoenix Wright. Has not in, created something that would have killed their daughter. <clears throat> okay, I just got reminded that Layton has like three kids. <laughs> and there was that weird <laughs> Okay. There was that weird side game that wasn't the Catriel, like Layton's mystery journal. Oh, was it wasn't that with like Layton five or whatever it was, or Layton seven? N- no, it was an iOS game. It was called like the Layton Mystery Brothers or something oh, okay. like that. Alfendi. Was, was okay. Inspector Alfendi Layton. Layton Layton Brothers Mystery Room is Professor Layton's son. Oh my god. Okay. <sighs> yeah, I'm gonna say Phoenix uh, uh, right, because he basically gives up his job to to take care of Trucy, even though he gets tricked into uh being her father. Yeah, and like, and yeah, an older Phoenix Wright is like weirdly wise and like going to prison with like a scheme and stuff. Is Stu Pickles the only one where we see the kid grow up and they're doing okay though? Because there is the time jump uh, and we get all grown up. Trucy. There's a time jump after Trucy is introduced? 
No, because, well, uh, it, yeah, there's a bunch of flashbacks. Oh, okay. I don't remember the flashbacks. Okay. I think Professor Layton wins the which the, the second part of this question. Oh, yeah. Uh, second part of the question is, add on to that, which of these three could get their kids out of danger the best? Oh, yeah. 100% Layton. Layton can, like, fence weirdly well. Also, he's... Would you say he's the smartest one here? I think easily. Yes. Yeah, Leighton's thinking like three steps ahead at all times. Matchsticks for days. Can son. we stop pretending like Stu Pickles is even an option here? <laughs> for either. <laughs> <laughs> Especially when you're just like, he's the smartest here, right? It's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well Stu can't be that dumb he is in inventing stuff he's a failed inventor <laughs> although I mean, it's weird he how, creates a lot of shit it's weird that yeah. like a lot of his shit works it's just bad yeah. like it, it's bad ideas but they all work well they don't all they work just ha- they, they have work. to just explode once and turn his whole face and hair black halfway through that and then he makes that but noise to yeah exactly now if we're saying who's the funniest like it's probably still not Stu, but he's more in the running (laughs) yeah it's probably phoenix but i mean Stu's probably a little more in the running okay which one would you most like to see like a new property with whether it's like a, a sequel or no, because Rugrats is already coming out. They've already announced yeah. they're doing a new Rugrats. Right. So, are you super excited for that more than you're excited for the next like? Fuck Phoenix no. Right? Fuck no. I want. I want new Phoenix right. Okay. I have my or time with Layton. Rugrats. I've 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 done my time. See, I want a new Professor Layton the most, but I think it's because it's like the least likely at this point. <laughs> In the chat, what if you replace Stu with Kratos? How different would the answers be? <laughs> <laughs> well, most likely get someone out of trouble. Definitely Kratos. Yeah. yeah I think most Kratos likely put them in trouble. Also Kratos. Yeah. Stu might be a better father than Kratos, so there is that. Yeah, I don't think Kratos <laughs> is a great father. For sure. No, no, definitely not. Okay, so wait, who did we say was the best father? Phoenix? Yeah, that's my vote. Okay. All right. Yeah, I can see that. Guy wears a suit. I mean, I guess Professor Layton kind of wears a suit. He wears a turtleneck. Okay. Rinku writes in, after listening to Sean's most disappointing game of 2009, which you can hear what it is, as well as several hours of other podcasts for only $2 a month. Oh my God, that's actually in the question. It's literally written in the question. Yeah. What's another game you've tried multiple times to get into, but for whatever reason, you can't? <sighs> hmm. It is less likely these days that I am trying multiple times to get into a game when I yeah. have access to so many games right now. Totally. Yep. Uh, versus in the past where it's like, I bought this. I'm not getting another game for a little bit. I gotta keep trying. Uh, I have half-assedly tried <clears throat> twice to get into Andromeda, and it's just never got me. 
Okay. Uh, like, I haven't given it, like, a full, like, I'm going to play 20 hours and see how I feel. I would just play and then be like, yeah, fuck it. I'll do something else. Yeah, I only gave it, like, the one solid try, but it's one I would like to go back to. I'm also similar with Horizon. I gave it the one try, bounced off, but it's one that I'm any day now planning to get back to and give it another real solid try. Mm. I know on stream there's been a bunch of games I've played that I've been like, ah, this isn't for me, but I can't think of any, like, concrete examples right now of, like, something that's pretty well liked and I'm just like, nah, not for me. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. Rasterman7 writes in, in a recent Twitter post, it was mentioned that the Celeste team working, was working on a 2D exploration game. While I wonder what they mean by exploration, I guess is that in a way they're saying it's a 2D Metroidvania? Now, how similar do you think these terms are? As in, would they would you say they convey the same style of game or not quite? More so, <clears throat> in the case in the case they are similar, do you think it's likely the industry could classify Metroidvania games as exploration games or not? That is considering the perks and drawbacks of the term Metroidvania. I know a bunch of people have wanted to get away from the term Metroidvania since it it's yeah. kind of a specific type. Yeah. I just don't know if it'll ever really happen. I feel exploration is it's just a real vague term and it's so yeah. similar to like action adventure. Which that, is also vague, but it's so ingrained that's just going to be a thing. That's my problem with it is that it's just too vague. Where Metroidvania is like you have to kind of know what I mean, but then it's very specific what that type of game is. This is the other side of it where it's like, that's way too vague. You could literally mean any type of game. However, if someone did say we're you know working <laughs> on a 2D explore action game, I probably would think of something like a Metroidvania. Um, because it kind of conveys everything I needed. Like, okay, 2D setting, so I'm already going to be thinking... You know, I'm going to be thinking of a platformer or something like that. And then the the exploration part of it is immediately going to tie me to a Metroidvania. Yeah, it was actually just said in the chat here. But I if you just said exploration, Breath of the Wild is like the first thing that pops in my mind, because that game That's is fair. literally nothing but exploration with action points that happen. Right. So then what jumps in your mind when you say action adventure? Uh, Batman, Assassin's Creed, something with a more emphasis on combat. Okay. Interesting, because, like, I would almost argue that a lot of the Assassin's Creed games are more of an emphasis on the exploration than the combat. And, in fact, the combat is the worst part of those games. Take that from someone who has played too much Assassin's Creed in the (laughs) last year. As somebody who's played not as much, I didn't find the exploration the thing that mattered in that at all, though. So that's why I kind of just think of it must be the combat people like about these because the open world doesn't do it for me. So then what do you think of what? Because you said exploration, you think of Breath of the Wild. Both. Yeah. What if you what if they said, though, 2D exploration? What do you think of? Yeah, it probably is like a Metroidvania type of game, at least. But like not with the weird trappings of Metroidvania of re going back a lot or whatever probably just like a giant open world ish type thing 
I'm trying and to think, I think of, of it. And if I'm mm-hmm. thinking, and, and so, so what do you guys, what, gets, what pops in your head if you hear 2D action adventure? Oh, uh, like a hack and slash. Yeah. Yeah. Like a yeah, I don't Contra know. It, it, or something. So, so like, it kind of works, but it's like, I just yeah. don't feel like we're ever getting rid of Metroidvania. No, we're, we aren't. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. We would have already if that was gonna, if that was ever going to happen. Let's be real. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. John, you're reading this one, if you don't mind. Okay. Uh, from VGC Kenny, Pokemon has had its hands in a fair amount of cookie jars. Pinball, photography, card game, puzzle, fighting, typing, MOBA, the core RPG series, as well as some others. However, that's not all of them. What video game genre or specific video game slash series would you want to see a Pokemon version of? 2D explore action. Yep. That's <laughs> it. <clears throat> that actually, a Metroidvania actually does make sense because if the Pokemon learns like new moves. Yeah, it does. That makes a lot of sense. Yep. I would totally play one of those with like, like a Lucario or something. That'd be cool. I'm surprised there's not a cart racer. I was going to say, cart racer seems like the easy layup here, right? For them yeah. to do. I mean, even there was Pokemon Dash. Right. It was yeah. on a foot racing game, but I, I, that also wasn't very good because it was like touchscreen based. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm thinking of like not on foot. They're just in carts and just having fun. Shooting what about a cooking wrong. mama type game where you play like a Snorlax or something making a pie? It'd be fun. Well, there is Cafe Mix, but it's more of a puzzle game. But the whole thing yeah. is you're making drinks and stuff. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I would make, play. I want a Mega Man. Yep. Mega Man would be good. Okay. So, like, wh- who do you see yourself playing as? Uh, an Eevee. And each. Eevee. Uh, oh, interesting. An Eevee and each power is just a different evolution. And you're just, a, and, you're just but, but for some reason it can like de-evolve for yeah, whatever. Apparently, yeah. apparently like the the manga did that at one point. So, yeah, hmm. the manga de-evolved a Pokemon. Wow. Okay. Uh, there was specifically an Eevee could switch between multiple evolutions whenever it wanted and go back to wow. default. Wow, That's the best Pokemon in the world. Why would you not want that one? It just breaks the game. I think yep. at some point that the, the Eevee chose to actually stay in an evolution. I forget what the full what it actually decided on. Okay. Probably something lame like a Flareon. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> All right. Last question comes from Comic Strider. Has there ever been a piece of equipment in any type of video game that you thought sounded really cool or useful, equipped it immediately, and then realized it was actually detrimental during a very important part? Bonus points if you could not equip it immediately, unequip it immediately. And I'm seeing in the chat that it locked itself into an Espeon, which is my favorite Pokemon, so I was completely wrong. Yeah, Espeon's a safe choice. So, the cheating answer, but the one that immediately comes to mind is that's how you basically fuck yourself in Binding of Isaac all the time. You take an item because you don't know what it does, and all of a sudden, every time you shoot an enemy, you also take damage and you kill yourself in one room. (laughs) Like that sort of thing. Sure. Yeah. Uh, one that comes to mind is Hades. 
when I unlocked the gun, I was like, oh, I bet this is cool. It's a gun. And I hated playing as it. So I was like, well, I'm never touching this again. And then it gets so much worse when you get the laser version of it. And you think it'd be so cool, but it's so much worse. I mean, I'm sure there is a way to play it. It seems like everyone finds a way to play all the. Yeah, the gun is the speedrun weapon, just so you know. Like, the gun's fun. Yeah. The fun weapon. It's just not, I never enjoyed it for the little bit I played. I argue, I, you know, admittedly did not play much of it much, but. Yeah. That's fair. My first time I used it, I hated it too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the bow was similar. I just didn't really like the projectile weapons that much. I love the I bow. Think. Yeah, the bows are real good, too. It's a great game. Damn. Mm. Let's just go play Hades. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> this reminds me, there was a, um, a hard drive headline this week. There was like five incredible Apex Legends weapons that are absolutely useless in my hands. um which is very true because there's like some special weapons that only ever appear like in late game and they're like rare to find there's like this one sniper called the kraber that'll do like the (laughs) most damage but you got to be fucking good with a sniper so it's Mm. like hey the kraber is available i could pick it up and i'm always like we're gonna lose if i pick that up i'm sticking (laughs) with this assault rifle i have (laughs) yeah Hmm. Any others? I, I'm trying to think because I know there there is, but very rarely. Usually, I I kind of try to do that on purpose and then screw up things. Like uh, when we played through Bloodstained, I found an item that lets you uh, when you walk, it makes squeaky noises. Okay. Yeah. So of course I just I kept uh I kept equipping that during cutscenes. So it was just I would walk in, have like a, a squeaky voice or a squeaky shoes and a voice changer and just ruin all cutscenes. But that's <laughs> not really detrimental. Like that was that was fun. Sure. All right. If you want to send in questions for next week, it's top down perspective at gmail.com at TDP Podcast on Twitter, the Discord channel, or John's P.O. Box. What is your game of the week? Narita boy. Uh, probably. Probably say no more. And I'm going to also give it to Narita boy. Neat. Um, all right. Oh, I lost my spot and I didn't write anything anyway. Uh, the <laughs> latest poll is up. So if you want to help pick the May game, uh, you can go do that now. Next week. We should be recording our Umarangi Generations episode. So get excited for that, unless we reschedule it. Then find out shortly. Uh, But otherwise, we will be back next week. Wish me luck on my second vaccination. Good luck. Good luck.